0: Hey, Blake, how's it going? Doing well, just working right now, I'm watching a movie with Sophia. What's going on? Not much. What are you guys watching? Did you say uh, you are working watching, watching a movie we're with watching, so- uh, what is it? Marvel, Cats in America Civil War. Oh, okay. It sounded like you said Cats in America, and I was like, hmm, sounds cool. <laughs> it's a jazz uh, movie? Yes, <laughs> did, did, did he say jazz movie? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we were just about to uh, record a podcast and so we just, we, we just, yeah, we're going to record a podcast. So we just wanted to call,
1: I love, I love love casting polls. You can put me on record as a guy (laughs) that loves casting polls. You know, as a, as a vegan, I can't, uh, I can't catch anything as that would violate the fish's, uh, uh, non-aggression principle, but I do, I do love a good, I do love a good sit down with a grandpa, the uncle, father figure. And, uh, you know, just regaling tales about, uh, life, you know?
0: Well, you can go fishing without actually catching fish. In fact, 90% of fishing is just chilling. Uh, actually, that is a great, you, you did drop a truth bomb on me. Yeah. Just put a that, weight, that is, just put a sinker on your line and cast that thing. And, there you go. um, so anyway, we wanted to call because, uh, because we're, uh, about to record a podcast and so... Um, we were just wondering uh, if you could share your favorite slurs with us. <laughs>
2: for, for no reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're going to have to beep that out. Uh, <laughs> um.
1: My other favorite slur is the implied slur from that one meme of, like, a Norman Rockwell painting of a guy standing up in, like, some, like, community organization. And someone, like, edited to say uh, me standing up to announce the first um,
0: uh, polyamorous slur in, a in the In <laughs> I really appreciate that one, too. That one is so good. So it's, it's those two. Those are my two favorite slurs. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs>
2: I feel like this is a fr- uh, fruitful soundbite. Yeah, no, it's great. There's plenty of information to cancel me from. <laughs> yeah, you you did your job for the episode. You're uncancel. Yeah, you're uncancelable. I I'm efficient,
0: is what I am. Uh, go on. <laughs> no, I, I I will not elaborate any further. Fair enough. Uh, what do you think about the new uh New Mexico United Stadium proposal they've got going here?
1: And um, every like, as as a hockey fan, mm-hmm. you know, which is a sport that like does get decent attention, but not obviously not like football level attention. Um, you know those those stadiums will like try to play the you know oh we don't we don't have enough support we need we need um, public approval we need public we need taxpayer money to fund our stadiums so that we can bring this gift to you and in kind it will do a lot for the community um multiple studies been done that prove that is bullshit like the stadiums don't really provide um the same amount of you know income income and general and um revenue wealth wealth revenue thank you uh for the general community that you know the owners don't just pocket themselves Mexico is incredibly corrupt and stupid and so even if there were initiatives to push it back into the public hands They would be grabbed up by like four or five families that kind of run shit and um, The kickbacks would probably look good on paper and wouldn't go to anyone and uh, Colloquialism, I don't know fucking no one would see a red cent red dime,
0: right? also
2: real quick though uh we may be corrupt but we're not stupid we know what we're doing okay no
1: no no no. and that's and that's the beauty of of new mexico is you guys like you guys know the rake is there when you step on it and you step on that rake (laughs) proudly and you know my i tip i tip my hat see boston boston's different boston pretends the rake isn't there and i just i don't fuck with that i i don't fuck with this like enlightened nonsense that you know somehow we are operating on a higher plane new mexico knows that rakes are everywhere
2: and they just jump on them proudly also um, we are the so rakes I, I by the way that. <laughs> you are every sorry, rake sorry you step I on Bob
0: just navigating a <clears throat> field of rakes uh, I, just, the thing you failed to consider though is uh, i heard that this might bring us a women's professional soccer team to the city, oh, and well, so we, we called the me, do you Do you want to, um, you know, uh, amend your statements, or are you going to go with sexism?
1: Um, I, I'm actually going to double down on sexism because, um, you know, it's an inferior product. <laughs> the the ticket ticket revenue speaks for itself. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> we we live in a capitalist world, and no one wants to see the fundamentals. People want to see fucking rainbow kicks and shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> censor that with like um, a better not not the part where i talk to you about women's sports but censor it with the part that uh i i do something more relevant than a rainbow kick i don't know what a cool like i don't know soccer trick is that
2: B- bicycle kick just, it's because there wasn't a you know, mighty Bicy- ducks there for soccer so none of us know the cool words you know what? big red wasn't mighty
0: ducks for soccer actually tim tim it's actually called
2: football um, <laughs> Oh yeah, actually, I want to correct you earlier. I I think you were referring to American football, but I'm not sure. Um, no, no, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Canadian. Actually, no, I,
0: I hate Canada, so um, <laughs> that, that that joke doesn't even play on its surface. Yeah, whatever. All right, well, the thank world, you, thank you for giving us. <laughs> for <great thoughts. laughs> thank you for giving us a cold open. Oh, great. <laughs> He text He was. He had some thoughts that he wanted us to add.
2: Uh, we've just been alerted that uh, Blake actually has some thoughts he would like to add. <laughs> uh, because I want to uh, keep you know things that I say and have recorded, uh, just kind of keep a a, a clean record. We'll say, uh, Patch is going to share those thoughts with us now.
0: What thoughts? Oh, they go in. We have to start the broader
2: discussion first okay yeah they're not random (laughs) even though he's pretty random i i literally assumed it was going to be random no okay so what what are your broader thoughts here well
0: it's a thing that that might be happening on broadway actually uh the street in albuquerque not not the theater area uh but that that is a soccer stadium apparently uh they want to build one of those, one of those guys.
2: I think what like the I, I guess like most like uh like I'll say like audacious thing that the ruling class will do is like some of these like publicly funded projects, especially with this because I I was reading that uh, they have private capital raised I think around like eight million yeah uh the project is estimated to be fifty million no uh, oh okay well, <laughs> sixty
0: sixty five to like seventy million. Uh, excluding land acquisition costs, which that have not excludes been factored l- in yet. <laughs> so
2: let, let, let's just like. so w- Add what,
0: another $10 million at least on. So what
2: w- 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 we, $75 million? I would say, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, like, they've raised $8 million for a roughly estimated, just based on our numbers, which of course, uh, dear mm-hmm. listener, you can trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's say it costs like $75 million. <laughs> They've raised eight million dollars and just like expect everyone else just to come out of nowhere with what sixty seven million dollars. Literally, it's the equivalent to like if you're like buying food with with a friend and it costs seventy five dollars and you say you give them eight and like all right yeah you get the other part. It's like the dumbest thing ever and I don't know how, but they get people to fall for it. Or I guess I do know how, because we watched the uh, news clips with all the drunk people who (laughs) are pretty pretty diverse crowd too. Wouldn't you say from those news clips? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is super funny to like, uh, have like a, um, like a, essentially like a publicly funded, uh, project, uh, that would ultimately dis uh, like dislodge like tons of people, uh, like something that's that serious. And then uh, how you get public comment is just to go uh, just find the drunkest people there <laughs>
0: <laughs> who are ostensibly already on board. <laughs> um, but that's one of the things that I haven't seen discussed much so far is uh, how many people would be displaced. You know, obviously like you could look at those locations and see like, yeah, there's neighborhoods and stuff around there, but I haven't seen any like actual fact, uh, statistics on that stuff yet, but, uh, the other thing with the cost is, uh, you know, they said your, your taxes won't go up. We're going to pay, uh, through a, a mill levy bond, I think. Uh, and so what they're, what they would have to do so that, you know, those, those taxes don't go up is they, they let, um, they like refinance debt on, on some things and let other bonds and stuff expire. And I haven't seen anything on like, well, what, what bonds would expire and what, I guess, what, what are we, sac- what would we have to sacrifice in order to have this thing that, you know, may or may not be good for the uh, people here.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I think one of the other things on, on top of all of this is just kind of how these uh, different things are talked about. And it's just like a tiny like veil over all of these class-related issues. And I think one of them is looking at... Um, not really necessarily like the lies that they tell about projects like this because there definitely are those. And you could, I could genuinely see how uh, people would be dumb enough if you're like a liberal-minded person to be dumb enough to fall for this a few times, but it's been done in other cities. Uh, so we have like a record of what that looks like. But I guess like the positive vision of how this is sold, including the positive vision of like the compromises that are involved in stuff like this, because you end up with stuff like, oh, but they're going to pay... Um, all these homeowners like over um, market value for their property and all this other stuff. But that doesn't include anyone who doesn't actually own the property where they live, but maybe counted on just living there forever or not even necessarily forever, but just didn't plan on moving out based on, uh, you know what they're essentially people who don't even live in the neighborhood have to say about their neighborhood, whether or not it should be allowed to exist you shouldn't have that hovering over your head, it, like your housing, depending on people from you know elsewhere deciding. <clears throat> yeah, it's also just a weird concept
0: for private capital, ca- bleh, private capital to be able to leverage uh, eminent the eminent domain like privileges of a local government. It's you know? so wild. <laughs> also,
2: I will say, uh, let let's just throw this one out there. Uh, I will say there was some working class stolen valor uh, mm. in the press conference, mm-hmm. if you notice, I, I believe they would have had to have been handed out for free, but the, like the, uh, New Mexico United looking, uh, like hard hats that everyone is wearing that mm. they interviewed. <laughs> i just like, yeah, they just look like drunk construction workers or something, <laughs> but it's just like, they're not, they're just like literally just drunk.
0: <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the thing that was promising of course, is that the, the owner, uh, whatever the guy's name is, he said, well, we don't, we don't want to hurt anybody. So they, they said they're, they they do not want to, so
2: they don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Shit. I... fuck. I guess I missed that part. Did you want to start over? Yeah. Well, and I, I think at the end of the day, we do have to just kind of look at just, we do have to look at the world in terms of trade-offs and, uh, even with something like this, even the trade-offs and potential benefits for that team specifically, like the place that they play, I believe would end up holding more people than this proposed one even would in the first place. Like a little bit more? No, like tons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That part,
0: that part doesn't really make that much sense. Why put all this money into building a new stadium when you already have one? Uh, that actually seats like one or two thousand more people like is it the idea oh i don't want to i don't want to share it with a baseball team like is that weird i don't i don't know
2: I, i i don't
0: like it seems like they've been doing fine like they're their games are like very well attended and stuff. So.
2: I was we were, I was like literally in plans with a, a friend to like go to a game soon, like <laughs> next weekish. But now like literally like I'm assuming they're gonna be boycotted or something. I don't wanna <laughs> buy a ticket and then like have to figure that out.
0: No, I already bought this. It was before no, it was before they different. were bad. This <laughs> is ethical.
2: <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> if you see me posting about how there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, <laughs> I went to New Mexico United Kingdom. <laughs> um, but
0: yeah, I guess uh you know that they're they're proposed to cities and, and you know therefore the voters who are gonna vote on these bonds is being uh like catalysts for economic development, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, like we had mentioned, we know how this stuff plays out from all the countless other examples uh, of these things being developed and paid for with public money. Uh, And they, they just quite frankly don't do a great job of improving anybody's economic uh, position other than the owners and obviously the players, um, but I wouldn't hold it against the players personally. But it enriches the owners of of capital in a city for sure. Um, but all it really does is maybe provide a few low-paying jobs. You know, once all said and done, after all the construction occurs and everything like that
2: yeah and I I do kind of want to point out even looking at things uh, looking at problems and uh, I guess like assessing people's like proposed solutions for those problems <clears throat> tends to just reveal their class interests in a very very specific way and in things like this you see a, a problem that everyone sees of just like oh yeah things need to be improved the economy needs to be improved and all this other shit um, but the like the ruling classes like solution to stuff like this includes like literal destruction of families homes uh whether or not those families are renting or owning them doesn't really fucking matter because they're family homes uh the working class solution to this would be to actually look at like the actual needs of that community because there is tons of uh like Issues with pollutants and even leading to higher rates of cancer and things like that in uh, areas like this. And frankly, areas that uh, these stadiums typically uh, tend to be proposed to be built. Uh, but even so, addressing those issues, someone would have to address them. And that would create jobs as <coughs> well and would need to have things built just the same. And And that's not even a hypothetical. Like there's that. I can't remember what
0: type of facility it is. Uh, but that they want to, they want to build another one in the South Broadway area and people were against that cause they already have all these other like industrial facilities over there that are, you know, polluting and, and all that stuff. And so like that, that's a perfect example, uh, of, you know, that's an issue that could be addressed and to help people but they're refusing to even like review those concerns at the moment last I heard about it.
2: So even things like that where uh, there's an obvious public good that could be done, uh, it would cost money, but people, um, you'll see the spin on things like that that make it seem like you're just kind of throwing money away, um, when in reality that money would need to go towards people actually directly addressing that issue, so in other words, jobs. Uh, that instead that jobs excuse is given towards the like the private sector but in reality any job is just extracting surplus value and wealth from one class and moving it to another Uh, and that's exactly what we see there so we either see money going into working-class communities and uh, whatever money's left over going into the resources that actually improve that community through like an actual civically minded uh, public works program of some sort. or you have just money moving from uh, you know working class hands faster and faster to uh, you know uh, ruling class hands. And it's the same thing that happens in every place. And if you want good examples of it, even like cities where they have uh, that host the Olympics, uh, I know like the people like no Olympics put out a great uh, deal of information about stuff that goes on. Uh, whenever they need to build things like sports stadiums and shit like that, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, Speaking of materially helping people, uh, (laughs) someone also I saw pointed out that uh, there's a lot of uh, services for the homeless and stuff like that in those locations where they want to put this stadium. So, it just makes me wonder with all this stuff, like since, um, mayor Keller has, uh, been in office that we've seen with APD, um, you know, destroying, uh, homeless camps and stuff like that. And kind of just trying to push that homelessness problem, um, out of, you know, into the periphery, you know, is this just a continuation of, of, of those policies, you know, rather than, Fundamentally helping people providing housing and health care to people will just push those people even further to the periphery
2: Yeah, and I I do think that this is uh, well it, it It does stem from this like the current orders like over dependence and even overvaluation of data and things like that as opposed to like looking at the material and conditions of people uh, whenever the data says that the number of houseless people in an area is going down a liberal politician could argue oh that trend was going to continue because these programs are going to continue Uh, when in reality areas like that like they're essentially no man's lands until they're not to these people and so that's where the uh, factories with all the pollutants come from that's why they put if they make a shelter for houseless people it's probably going to be in that exact same area because again it's a no man's land until it isn't until something can you know but you have to look at, you know, why are are they going into areas like this now? And I, I, one of the things that we need to start to think about is just like, well, they keep fucking ruining everything else. They're <laughs> running out of places. So now they're starting to go towards places that they once abandoned. And uh, here we are. And I, I in, in my opinion, I do think with, like, the failures – of liberalism and i don't mean liberalism as in democrats as opposed to republicans i mean liberalism as in both of them uh big l yeah regardless of where you're at you like yeah no liberalism took some huge l's this past (laughs) year and but what it this past year revealed the contradictions that essentially they can't address in any way so there are going to be tons of things like building projects like this that you know um tim keller our middle mayor wants to be tim <laughs> keller the stadium mayor or whatever i'm sure he's so sad that van halen can't play there now oh my god like <laughs>
0: the, the video we watched earlier of him just like going off You're, we're gonna make this happen this is for you he's just like just such a nerd i hate him uh the other thing to think about is is who is this for really because you know, the details of it, like you can find the details, how much it costs, how it's going to be funded, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, a lot of people don't fully understand how a lot of that stuff works, uh, including myself, (laughs) uh, like not the nitty gritty details anyway, but, um, it's always couched in this rhetoric of it's for us, you know, and I like, it's not a, it's not a provable thing. Like you, you can't just say, oh, sports and stuff, are going to unite our community and stuff like that. It's an intangible, it's not something that's quantifiable. It it also doesn't materially uh, impact people's lives in a positive way. So it's part of it is like, who is it for? Obviously, number one, it's for these, uh, you know, people to come in and extract profits, find new ways of doing that uh, by creating low wage labor, (laughs) uh, and, um, obviously ticket sales and revenue and all that stuff. Um, interestingly, like some cities have, uh, basically as part of the agreement to, uh, build a a stadium have insisted on retaining a, a percentage of like concession revenue and stuff like that. I haven't seen anything about that, uh, proposed as part of this project. Um, but (laughs) he he really is. He's, you know, he came in saying a lot of, you know, things that a lot of liberal mayors and stuff around the country have said, but he's again, you know, giving more and more money to the police and shit like this. So, um, but anyway, so it's like, who, who is this for really? Like, obviously it's for people that can afford to go to the games. And as Blake pointed out, (laughs) it's for the, uh, it's to keep the uh, incoming uh, Amazon uh, people uh, entertained. And also the Hollywood Sickos. Let's, the Hollywood Sickos. We need yeah. of, yeah. of
2: this and we need to talk, start bringing up the Hollywood Sickos. <laughs> Frankly, a lot of the issues we're having now didn't happen until they came here. That's all I'm saying. But I, also, just on top of that, I, I think just like the sheer logic of uh, from all of these. Um, politicians we keep hearing about housing crises and all this other stuff and whenever that's the nature of it and especially with like the uh, um, the cost of housing going up what essentially would happen if you eliminate more of that housing so in terms of people who uh live downtown or in areas like varelas which is uh just uh, south of downtown and uh, Historically, working class and Mexican neighborhood. Um, what happens to places? the The cost of places like that. Uh, the and speaking specifically about the places that aren't leveled to build the stadium. What happens to the month to month cost of uh, renting in the downtown area after this? And
0: also, just in in terms of opportunity costs, how many how many people could seventy five million dollars feed and house for a year? You know. Me, at least. Me, at least. <clears throat> but also, fuck off. That's my money. I'm going to vote no on this stupid bond. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so curious <laughs> about how they're going to word it. I know. I know. Or what they're going to, like, tie it to. Do
2: you want a new stadium or are you sexist? Though? Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. Was, there was
0: literally a news, <laughs> a news broadcast that was like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's... It's... It's it's very similar to the way employers, uh, kind of goad and trick workers into accepting like, yeah, take all my surplus value. Uh, it's the these team owners and stuff are the ones who are going to profit. I'm not going to see a return on my investment by voting to approve a bond to build a $75 million stadium. None of that money is coming back to me. None of it's coming back to you. None of it's coming back to anybody.
2: Yeah, there would be no... It would be... It's essentially just a loan that they don't have to pay back. So why are they different than you or me in the fact that they can take out these loans that they never have to pay back? If If I were able to get that much money on loan that I didn't have to pay back... Yes, I would also probably be set for a while as well. And yeah, like I, I need a lobby group is what I need.
0: We need to start a, a proposal for a city bond. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, I, so so actually, uh, now that like, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about this, because I'm pissed, honestly. I, I, that money should be mine. Uh, frankly, all the data shows that the money should be mine.
0: Uh,
2: so I, I guess I, like, I, I, I'm curious about, uh, who's getting my money that the data clearly shows should be going to me. Uh, I, a fucking theater kid. <laughs> Wait, what?
0: <laughs> the guy that, the guy that owns the United and also Meow Wolf and, uh, so, uh, some other shit. Uh, his name is Peter Trevisani. A uh, Peter Trevisani. And uh, he founded a company called. <laughs> what
2: is it?
0: <that? laughs> okay, Peter Trevisani founded a company called Treventures. <laughs> Treventures? Is it spelled like his name?
2: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Treventures. <laughs> Uh, which has a focus on immersive theater.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, I, I,
2: this is uh, what 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 is what's going on. He uh, he. That symbol looks super racist.
0: It really does. Well, it's Italian, so it's. <laughs> <cool>. <laughs>
2: so there you go some Mussolini-looking ass. It really does... No, uh... Um, it, His, this group, Treventures... I, I do want to specify to the Italian X community that it did look extra fascistic,
0: so... <laughs> <sighs> Maybe this guy should try turning himself up. Yeah,
2: here. I don't trust the fact that he has immersive theater background.
0: Yeah. He owns another football club in Italy. Really? Yeah, that was where that fascistic-looking logo came from.
2: All right, so we know he's Fash. We know he's a theater kid.
0: Area 15,
2: what's that? This is supposed to be, like, Area 51. These people are just, like, the least creative people in there of all time. We're reading Ooh, It's
0: folks. an experiential retail and entertainment complex located in Las Vegas. Nevada. Oh, yeah,
2: that's, like, yeah, that's, like, Meow Wolf, Las Vegas. <clears throat> this guy's, like
0: a couple years away from starting his own like company town like Elon Musk wants to do
2: yeah that you literally don't know how to get out of because it's a maze as well (laughs) is it really no what (laughs) (laughs) I was talking about Trev town or whatever Treventures. Tra- now I'm <laughs> trying to think of what these uh, soccer games are. They soccer games or soccer matches? What am I supposed to be saying? Matches, mate. Matches on yeah. the pitch, on the on the bloody pitch. I know to say pitch, uh, <laughs> but I, I'm wondering, like, is this part of the immersive? Uh, Was it immersive theater? Immersive theater part of the uh, experience economy? I, like, is that what? Bro, the, if you think about it, capitalism is immersive theater. Damn, dude, dude! The whole world's a stage, and y'all just playing. Um, <laughs> but I, now I'm just thinking, like, is this like an extension of that? Like, is this like, is this some sick trick to act like he has friends? What is this? It's all a bit. Well, he also he chose. You <laughs> imagine
0: that. this guy desperately trying to make friends, and Tim Keller's 100
2: percent down to be his friend. And he's just like, ah, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you're desperate for friends when you're hanging out with Tim Keller. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but even like you pointed this out earlier, that the team is anarcho-capitalist uh, colors. Oh yeah! So all the flags and stuff are so weird to <clears> see. <throat> I, like I yellow, yellow one, and black is just kind of like a no-go
0: color combo. Uh, yeah, because you
2: want to tell people to hide their children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to go to the game and the uh, soccer ball is going to be painted like that stupid ass uh, smiley emoji that ancaps use all the time where he's all, Nye. you know,
2: way more about them than I do. Uh, and caps. Yeah. In oh. general, anyone who like people who would make either of us mad, you probably know way more about them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too protective of my daily vibe.
0: That's that's my job.
2: I don't know where to leave off with this one. I'm, I'm being honest. I'm, I'm frankly, I'm just kind of pissed now. Um, anything you want? Well, wanna... I think
0: I, I think the thing that pisses me off the most about stuff like this, and and what we should think about, and by the way, this is not an anti uh, this is not an anti soccer episode. Uh, I think soccer is the people's sport, uh, as evidenced by uh, Maradona's uh, Castro and Che tattoos. But <laughs> uh, but uh, I think the thing that we should think about and always be conscious of is getting inundated with this this liberal language that sounds nice like we're doing this to build community, we're doing this for you. Uh uh it's something our our city can unite around uh etc cetera, etc cetera. those are are they they're just simply platitudes they don't they don't mean anything material for uh, other people. And it's just a way for these guys to convince us to go along with funding, uh, funding their lives, uh, (laughs) honestly, um, and funding their little projects and, and enriching them. Um, and they're simply just looking for markets and labor from which they can extract profit. Um, They're extracting it from their players. They're extracting it from the concession workers that will, you know, work these games and stuff like that. Um, But uh, they so I think we just need to keep stuff like that in mind and refocus conversations about this kind of stuff of what could we do with seventy five million dollars? Because there's a lot we could do.
2: Yeah, ultimately, I I think it does kind of just boil down to the fact that a lot of these choices that are being made when left up to the capitalist class in the first place, frankly, just make immature, immoral decisions. And and especially when we're talking about communities that have actual material need, that's largely being uh, being overlooked to essentially provide entertainment for uh, not that many people. And especially in a, whenever they talk about things like community um, because whenever we think about community we have to actually or when you hear the word community being used by someone you have to ask yourself what the fuck they mean by it and in terms of like a, a liberal consumer based society the essentially making it to where the only options for community are things that you have to pay money for or hobbies that you have to subscribe for two that kind of essentially self-filter out a lot of uh diverse groups of people so with these things that uh, they want to build community around it's always things that are uh, like patch pointed out based mostly on market logic instead of actual human need and i i think that part of that human need is connecting with our actual neighbors not just uh a spattering of people from throughout your city that also happen to have all of your same interests and stuff like that um, so again whenever we look at like stuff like community what's it actually coming from and what does it actually represent to these people uh, talking uh, for a lot of these people especially when we're talking about millionaires and billionaires they're so far removed from what life is for a person like you or me that could they even conceptualize community in the same way that you can uh, because if you have, are they a part of your city the way that you are? Could they possibly be? Would they be scared to be? And the truth is that these people don't fucking belong here because they're not us. Their interests and their, even their peer group is just so far removed from us that it's, it, it's silly that we leave them up to make decisions, and even our COVID stuff. The the what was the theater kid's name? All I can think of is Treventures. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Treventure boy. <laughs> like someone like a Treventure boy was a part of like the group that uh, that the governor had to decide when our state reopens. So the people that were on their group, of course, there were some medical professionals, which is great, and th- their opinions should be respected. Of course, but in that group also were just business leaders like uh, Treventure Boy, Uh, and so like where were we on whenever our economy was reopening, whenever our kids were being sent back to school, whenever our jobs were reopening, whenever all of those things, whenever uh, the uh, fucking uh, the housing subsidies were going away, we weren't on those groups. Treventure Boy was. So he's making all of these decisions about our our local economy, and who the hell is he? Some theater nerd.
0: Oh. I'm I'm heated. <laughs> it really is just like sicko shit to to you know use the language of of community and blah 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 to, to hide your your profit seeking. You know what I mean, like. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just fucking gross. Like the, like, like this guy and the investors and owners and stuff of these types of things are the people that benefit. Uh, while the rest of us who are lucky and privileged enough to maybe be able to go to a game from time to time, like we, we just get entertainment. Nothing, again, nothing comes back to us because we don't fucking own anything and we don't have any say, uh, in, in how these things get done and what gets done with those profits. Uh, short of you can vote no on this bond when it comes up but
2: yeah yeah you can vote no on the bond uh that will directly impact the person who decides whether or not our economy closes and opens seems (laughs) seems a little odd to me yeah 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 it's wild uh so you know i i let let's Let's just wrap it there, because frankly, I, I, we need to, we need to dig up some dirt. If you have any uh, dirt on these sickos, please write in. Also, stream uh, "Joy uh, Never Rides Alone" by Still Years. I think I got that right. Here it comes.